Once again, it's time for And Now the Good News, a weekly exploration of the good news happening in the world. Hi, I'm your host, Reverend Robert Brzezinski, and each week I explore and share the stories of hope and love and inspiration that have caught my eye in the past week. We'll explore exactly how we can create a world that works better for everyone. So get ready, it's time. And now, the good news. And hello again, dear ones, Robert Brzezinski with you, episode number 10 of And Now the Good News. We're making some milestones here. And today, I'd like to share with you a collection of stories. I found many of these over at the Good News Network. You know I like to hang out over there. Uh, and a couple of news sources today that I'll share with you. And remember, all the links to all the stories I talk about will be in the show notes on the show page. So you can go do a little more reading and do a little deeper exploration of the topic. So right jumping into it today, let's go to California where California just passed Assembly Bill 273, and this prohibits the trapping of any fur-bearing ma- fur mammals or non-game mammals for purposes of recreation or commerce in fur. It also bans the sale of raw fur and eliminates the licenses of fur dealers and agents. Uh, kudos to California. It was signed by Governor Gavin Newsom last week, and this is really a great step forward to honoring all life and eliminating an antiquated industry that just has shrunk to almost nothing anyway. Uh, but uh, let's uh, let's give California a big, huge thank you for protecting the furry creatures of the world. Moving forward in Arizona, we've got another story that the University of Phoenix did a study and they found that when they planted crops, now specifically they did things like uh, cherry tomatoes, peppers, uh, other herbs, kale, things like that. Uh, They were able to produce increase the production of the plants while also increasing the energy output of the solar panels. Get this? Plant crops under the solar panels and the solar panels produce more energy and the plants produce more crops. Plus, the workers are working in the shade rather than out in the open field. And the research shows this is about a 18 to 20 degree difference in temperature working in the shade rather than out in the open field. So they published this in Nature Magazine. Again, this was a University of Arizona-led research study, and this is really promising. Uh, Look at all the, the solar farms that are going up across our country right now. Imagine if each one was also producing crops and job opportunities for workers. I love, love, love this story and can't wait to see where this one goes. Now, let's jump over into Europe and the other side of the pond. A French scientist has invented a machine that turns plastic into diesel and gasoline. Uh, The French uh, taught scientist bankrolled by a French actor. Uh, They don't give us very many names here. The machine is called the chrysalis. And it converts hard to recycle plastics into 85% diesel fuels, 18% gasoline, 10% natural gas, and 7% carbon. Uh, it's 
cost them about $50,000 to build, and they say they're getting a liter of liquid from every kilo of plastic that they change and convert in this machine. Sounds like a great, great idea. I found this over on returntonow.net. Remember, we'll have the links in the show notes on the show page. Another news source for us today, positive.news, and this is predominantly out of the UK, uh, the United Kingdom. This story, students returning to Goldsmiths University of London this autumn will notice beef dishes missing from menus. The university is banning red meat uh, in part to become more carbon neutral and students are going to have a tax, a levy, on bottles and single-use plastic cups. So the uh, Professor Francis Corner stated, declaring a climate emergency cannot be empty words. And so she followed it up by implementing some new standards at Goldsmiths University of London. Let me know, folks, what do you think? Is this a good idea, taking beef off the menu? taxing students for using single-use plastics and plastic bottles? I'd love to hear your ideas about this. Reach out. Let us know. Contact information is on the show page. And our final story this week comes out of London, where a clothing company has started to create t-shirts from a mix of sustainably sourced eucalyptus, beech, and spruce trees. They're chipped, pulped, and then spun into a textile yarn. Simultaneously, they produce ink from algae, and they separate the algae, leaving a soupy paste that is dried, and then creates a fine powder from this, then turn it back into an ink. And they say the whole shirt can be completely composted and biodegradable in 8 to 12 weeks. Pretty crazy, pretty amazing. Now, we know that cotton would biodegrade in the right conditions, and these shirts are very similar in that they have to be buried in the earth, and you can't just throw them in the corner and expect them to disappear in 12 weeks. Uh, You've got to put them in the right conditions, but in 8 to 12 weeks, they're gone, and they're back into the environment and helping to sustain Mother Earth. Now, the shirts are a little expensive right now, $110 a pop, according to the website. So, uh, you might, uh, we're going to, might need to wait for this technology to come to the masses. However, this is great and good and promising news that we can be creating biodegradable clothing that really does go back into the earth. I think this is just another example of how the humanity is waking up and stepping into its magnificence to bring forth a world that works for everyone. Thanks for listening this week, folks. Until next time, peace and blessings. You've been listening to And Now the Good News, a part of the New Thought Media Network, available exclusively at New Thought Radio. Join us, patreon.com forward slash new thought radio, positively inspiring.